Hello, welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Pokemon Podcast. I'm your host, Robert, and I'm joined by <laughs> Matt and Tristan. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Good, Robert. How's I was it going? I was deeply confused because the last time we did this for the four year anniversary show, I had to say my fake internet name. So here I am. Oh, I mean that's fair. I like that you went to like raise your special defense. You're like, wait a minute, hold up. Um, yeah, as you probably can tell from the title, no, this is not the Scarlet and Violet episode. We will be talking a little bit about Scarlet and Violet, but we're going to save like the full review once at least I've beaten the game. I don't, I'm not going to hold these two to beating the game, but I'm hoping they've at least went through a lot of it by the time we talk about it, uh, in whatever the month's time or whatever the next episode drops. However, uh, this episode in particular, I wanted to kind of take a look at what 2022 meant for Pokemon and some of like the big, um, the big titles, the big things uh, that happened in it. Uh, so before, because I, I, I literally threw three topics that I do want to talk about, but before we jump into those topics specifically, um, I think maybe it might actually be good to ask the two of you, do you consider Ash Ketchum hanging up the boots, shall we say, as a 2022 thing, or is that a 2023 thing? Like, do we have to leave that to next? I'd time? say 2022, but the fact that I we think, know about I think it, it now, yeah, I think it's considered a 2022 thing because I would, I don't know, arguing is the wrong word, um, <laughs> but I would argue that Ash leaving the show and the show starting up without Ash are technically separate topics. Mm. If that makes sense. Well, the, like, because, but the like, ending episodes are, are they? They they just started, right? Like, they, yeah, yeah, uh, no, they are. They are still ending, I think. But I, <laughs> you've already given an idea for what we're gonna do after we do Star and Violet. hundred percent. We're watching this. those last we eleven episodes. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm breaking we've the fourth okay, wall. Anyone who listens to the pre-show, the wall, yeah, <laughs> we're, go watch we're the pre-show. Keep, go watch the pre-show. We're gonna keep that hidden. But this is a good idea to do after we do Scar and Violet officially. Um so so yeah I, I mean let's talk about it because i like it's one of those things where you know when when ash finally beat the you know the um the elite four or whatever the equivalent was on that particular thing was it actually the elite four it's kind of well, shame it's pokemon be- league is the term yeah, it's but league yeah. champion or whatever it comes up yeah to. yeah so once that happened He's i'm like it's a matter of time four before but always loses to the champion Oh, gotcha. He's he's like all of us in a video game. (laughs) (laughs) Especially Ruby. Is it like a dragon's come out and you're like, what do I do now? Um, Uh, No, no. Ruby is when you face... uh, Oh, dragon's is the second last one. Steven's after. So if you beat the dragon's, just like, here's a Metagross and you're like, what's a Metagross? And he's just like, you better (laughs) figure that out. It's true! (laughs) (laughs) What type is it? Uh... (laughs) Is it like a psychic steel type? Yeah, yeah psychic steel. Sure. Wow. <laughs> I hope you brought a Blaziken, but also I hope your Blaziken doesn't die. <laughs> um, my favorite, my favorite was I. We're gonna talk. I don't. I can't. I, I feel a little bit bad because I'm gonna like dispel some illusions here. But have you ever seen people talking about the Cynthia jump scare in Black and White Two? Yeah. I someone pointed out rightfully that it is an optional fight. <laughs> <laughs> like they they were talking about it on Twitter. They're just like everyone posts this as though you're not allowed to tell her no because you are. She literally says yes or no, and you're like I don't want to fight you right now. And she's like valid. <laughs> fair, and that's fair how enough. I feel about champion battles because it's like hmm, bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think people like, mainly red. just remember that one just because like. It is. It is definitely a <gasps> moment. <laughs> <laughs> you, you. Um. Okay. Where were we? What What were we talking about here? Ash. Right. That That was yes. the yeah. That was the focus. Yeah. Ash being the um, Pokemon League. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I mean, I just feel like with Ash, uh, we we're kind of at a point where I think it was a matter of time. I mean, you can only stay immortal forever and, and have all these adventures, or is it Ash in a parallel universe? What is the theory, actually? Do, do any of you have like a prevailing theory as to why Ash never ages? I think a lot of them are very boring. I don't. I, okay, I should, I should, I should walk that back. They're not boring, but like, maybe, maybe this is too hot a take for like a general media podcast. Nah, do it. Go I for it. I don't like fake edgy theories. 
Yeah, yeah. It should be like, like the oh, most the kids in Ed and Nettie were all dead and it was purgatory the whole time. I'm like, that's. <laughs> I, I would just. My hot take is that I like media to just be what it is. Like, things yeah. can be metaphorical or like representative of something, but it's so weird to me when they had to, like, oh, ruined your childhood. I'm like, no, you didn't. Well, you like, there's a part with, of like, me that's. Very milk toast, like, ooh, pizza cutter, ooh, I launched <laughs> point. Like, I'm Not just saying, say. who knows? Maybe. Maybe actually only like four years have passed because this is only twelve hundred twenty-six. No, there's twelve hundred and twenty-six episodes of Pokemon. Oh, if they take place over a day or two, <laughs> uh, that roughly comes out to like four to five years. So maybe Ash is just fifteen or sixteen years old really now. Funny. I have okay. seen I have seen Stop. one that if if there is going to be like an actual explanation to it, and they're not just like no selling it. Oh, they got um, no solid for sure, by the way. I did see where <laughs> they're never giving an explanation. Their running theory was seeing Ho grants you a wish, and that Ash's wish was to just go on an adventure with his Pokemon and his friends. So, like, that's why he's just 10 forever <laughs> to give him that <laughs> opportunity. Um, but then the question would be why is none of them age? Are they all trapped? Um, I. <laughs> My headcanon. That got dark. <laughs> I, I think They're objectively it's funniest if Ash is the only person who doesn't age. Yeah, yeah everyone He's like, Brock, let's go on adventures. And he's like, I have a family now. I mean, Brock like, already was three years. a little too old to be hanging out with Ash anyway. So. I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a uh, polycule with uh, Nurse Joy and Officer <laughs> Jenny. Nurse Joy. <laughs> uh, um, okay. My headcanon for, like, the Pokemon universe, and if this is even, like, some, like, grand, like, arbitrary theory, it's like, no. Like, every time there's a new series, it's a new Ash. Alright? It's a different world, Ash. That's it. Alright? And I don't even I... want to make it, like, oh, we're gonna go in between the worlds and some craziest. No. It's objectively, like, different sto- It's all- they're all spin-off stories of a different Ash that is very similar. That's- whenever I'm, it doesn't I'm just gonna say that, like, you know, expand I'm, my my personal thing besides the whole maybe it's only been four years thing is what if um expanding on tristan's whole ho thing ash has met enough gods that at least one of them has <laughs> granted him <laughs> might have extended how time works also it's the pokemon world who knows if people actually like age at the same rate are they actually humans are like <laughs> were there were there apes alongside like primates? <laughs> primates. This is, this is tangentially related at best. But you're talking about Ash meeting gods, and when you're like, one of them can manipulate time, surely, as though my Ash didn't like straight up meet Celebi in one of them. Yeah, but that made me think about that one meme about it, where like Celebi is like wilting, and somebody just called it the lettuce on a McChicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like no. Um, Ruin your child. But that's, that's overall, really where the I'm glad. I'm glad that Ash is retiring because, like, he's had a venerable run. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see like Pokemon with a new protagonist because uh, something that was pointed out to me is it's always commonly said like, oh, video games don't have are fa- famously have terrible adaptions, but like. The Pokemon television show has twelve hundred episodes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's it's not even based on the video. Like it is, but it isn't based on the video games, right? Like Red is a different character. I think that's yeah, the right, thing to remember. right. But like as we get into the later seasons, they're more based on the video games because like uh, Ash is usually accompanied by like one of the characters. From yeah, the it's game. dual promotion, literally for, for the games. Yeah. It's like it's they both tie into each other, right? You were you were talking about you were talking about alternate dimensions and just like things following the games. Unironically, I thought growing up because I didn't see the actual transition from Johto into Hoenn mm-hmm. because it's it's more of a geographical jump because Johto yeah, is yeah. literally right there. Um, there was a good like two or three years where I genuinely thought Hoenn was another dimension inside the GS ball. <laughs> <laughs> just because of like how the shift like happened, I was like, "Huh, that's weird." <laughs> and this there was like the early 2000s so it's not like there were rerun- reruns readily accessible 
So what do you like, mean? There was reruns all the time. There, there were, but a lot of a lot of the not in chronological order. But yeah, no, that was that was the problem. Yeah, episode yeah. five hundred one day, episode three the other. <laughs> I'm excited to have new protagonists because they can really like make these new characters. Because Ash is locked into the characterization that was made for him in 1997. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but there's there's been little bits of changes over time i'm pretty sure yeah. but like by and large he is still ash so like they haven't like, done much ash became like a mickey mouse or a mario where like there's some <laughs> stretching within the bounds that like bind him but like yeah it's true you have to keep him ash meanwhile if they make a new character in the new modern era of like characters growing and changing even in kids cartoons these days um you know, they can really make something special of it. So This feels like the Superman dilemma, where it's like, every time you make a Superman TV show or movie, you always run into, oh, because this is the way the character is, now everything else around him has changed because this character can't change, you know? Like, yeah. oh, Kryptonite, wow, real original, guys. <laughs> this, this is how yeah, we feel. Like, it, it, we we it have these you. modern mm-hmm. superheroes that are defined by the weaknesses set by, like, an author on a joke 80 years ago. <laughs> it's just like, well, how the heck do I take care of this guy who can jump over, like, buildings? I don't know. This rock takes away his powers. There we go. <laughs> I solve my writing issue. And then, like, 80 and years later, people are, like, debating the different flavors of kryptonite and what they do to him. Listen, <laughs> I mean, Smallville's a great think, show. But... I just think red kryptonite tastes like Mountain Dew Code Red. That's my hot <laughs> comics take. There I have go. always um, connected those in my mind. I was like, I kind of want some, though. Like some cherry, just some nice cherry radioactive rocks. <laughs> for sure. Uh, staying focused. Um, point is, I think I think it's one of those things where this is probably a really good time. Um, the generation that grew up on Ash, like the first, <laughs> the Indigo League, right, is all well until adulthood. Um, yeah. I don't think any of us... And- Quite frankly, like a lot of us deserve Pokemon at this point. With the amount, with the amount of something that people our age like complain about it, complain about <laughs> it. like if if you were to ask me, because this episode is about year in review, yeah. if you were to ask me about what we got the most of this year, I'm gonna just say it's discourse. Quite frankly. <laughs> um yeah we're, we're too we're too nice anyway the point is it's like it'd be good for the show to evolve a bit i i yeah, think it's sure. great i hope i hope these episodes that we're gonna watch for our future episode um are gonna be uh are gonna be meaningful some way like especially the last episode but it's one of those things as well it's like i as much as like pokemon in itself has been a genre or game that i've been a part of for so long there is a feeling with especially with the anime that it's like I did not watch all these episodes, you know? Like I watched a bunch of them growing up, but never like the full thing. It's not like a full series. It's it's very episodic. <laughs> like to 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 like Well, I mean, part of that is just how like television has television evolved. Worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, television has largely shifted to much more serialized formats because mm-hmm. with streaming services and whatnot, people can actually watch an entire season of yeah. television now. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you couldn't you couldn't make a serialized Pokemon anime in 1997 and have it be successful because People you can't be like you yeah, can't have Ash episodes. be like ah yes my nemesis <laughs> once again we meet just like we did upon Castle Raven Top and you and everyone else is just like what. <laughs> I'm I think, six, and I have no idea what's happening. I do think the funniest thing about the Pokemon anime, as far as it goes, because it is it is largely not serialized, but then you get these little bouts of it, and it's like, what do you mean the entire plot happened two episodes ago? <laughs> <laughs> the three or four episodes that are randomly serialized, just for yeah. the sake of being randomly serialized. The most serialization you can you could have back then is enough that could fit into a previous last time on Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, like the oh, moment no. you get up to like a part two, you're like, ah, oh, man, here it comes. <laughs> Storytelling. Um, I do say I do like the designs of the new the two mm-hmm. new protagonists. Yeah, um, I dig it. I like how there's a boy and a girl who are both going to be the main character because, uh, you know, I like that level of inclusion, and I like, and I just like. Their <laughs> I'm gonna be honest I like- though, I, I, I don't get 
I think I think of Ash as a um, what is it? Essentially, a deity being. <laughs> I haven't thought I haven't thought of him as anything other than this constant in a world uh, for a long time. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna just take the Kyurem approach. Anyway, sorry, Matt. Continue. You, you, you're, uh, you're um, actually talking. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, um, <laughs> just as I was looking at pictures of the protagonist, I saw an article that was like. Is the new Pokemon anime protagonist Ash's daughter? I sure hope not. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I think objectively it would be funniest if it was like a black and white situation. Or like it's like two years later. They just salt No, I don't even mean like that. I just mean they split Ash in half. And like his two <laughs> oh, Ash like is both just characters like, oh, yeah, are just I remember, a different remember. aspect of Ash. Ash is just like, oh man, remember when we like had adventures with these DNA splitters and he just like trips. <laughs> That's the first episode. It's it'll never happen, but objectively it'd be very funny. I just want I just want that like those two to be like going through the world and then all of yeah, a sudden. And the reason why there's a No, the reason why there's a girl and a boy is the boy is Ash's like character art and the girl is Ash's voice actress. Yeah. <laughs> i mean she could probably do both at that point i'm sure um all right anyway yeah so we'll look forward to that i guess that's definitely a big part of, of this year uh another big part of this year though um 2022 because that's that's what this episode is right um although i'm, I'm liking the fun side dangers uh the the big thing that happened this year i'd say would probably be pokemon arceus it started the year yeah no i agree Uh, that's a a harsh burn to scarlet and violet but no 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 honestly honestly (laughs) as as nice as like scarlet and violet have been talked about more but i do think the biggest development is uh because i mean legends arceus is a side game but it's also not it's oh yeah no i was joking but i absolutely agree with you uh arceus is the biggest step forward pokemon's done which, by the way, we should have done this yesterday, because it would have been the one-year anniversary <laughs> of Arceus. Wow, really? Yeah. Look at our timing. Well, oh I mean, man, I didn't even have anything going on it's yesterday. <laughs> you know why What's we're recording it today? Because there television? was there was one person in this call that that said Sundays would work the best, no, it's and there true. was two other people. That did not care if it was a Saturday or Sunday. Honestly, so that's that, that me. I'm the someone. Yeah. And then there's a, <laughs> yeah. there's a there's another person who's not releasing this episode yesterday anyway. So yeah, 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 us yeah. <laughs> it on the anniversary would be a rather pointless gesture. Yeah, our bad, Actually, I guess. <laughs> why are we saying? Why are we saying that this? Is, we're recording as far as they know. But we've we're dated recording it this now. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, we we definitely recorded this on January <laughs> 28th, guys. Did you know today is the one year anniversary of Arceus? <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Look at that timing. Oh. All right. Um, anyway, the the point is that game definitely revolutionized a lot of aspects of Pokemon in the sense of it's them true. actually trying something new that felt like they would include it more in the regular games. It feels like the game that should have happened instead of um, Sword and Shield. To be fair, though, I think maybe Sword and Shield was them being like, "Yeah, let's stick to the formula because we're on a new console, right? With a new new like." What the, the only other Switch game was the uh, Let's Go Pikachu, right? That was the only one. Um, so it very much felt like they were trying to play it safe, and I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter what they do; they'll still get boatloads of money. But um, exactly, yeah, no, I I liked it a lot. It was one of those games that I was very intrigued to play. It felt very different. Um, fun factor, a hundred percent to a million. Um, there were some annoying things. Like if I were to say like one critique that I still remember is definitely like the loading times, like the, how you had to constantly load into the different areas. That's probably the most annoying thing about the game. I think, sure. I think the switch needs uh, a hardware yeah. refresh. Speaking of taking it very slowly and safely. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just beat it? <laughs> oh no, no, I just, I just, no, I haven't, I haven't played it. I just gotcha. meant that Nintendo is being very incremental with their hardware again. It's it's one of those tough things because it's like I respect in the sense that I don't want to buy a new console every like, you know what I mean? Oh no, I I agree. But it is one of those things where because because technology moves forward so fast that there's it's some of those limitations and stuff. I mean, I mean, like, like I would there's technology moving so fast and also the Switch is like <laughs> six <Not>. years old. <laughs> yeah, I only bought it like three years ago. Okay. <laughs> 
as far as I'm concerned, there shouldn't be a new game or gaming console to buy for another like three or four years. But I, I, I know I'm not the majority on this. Um, it's also like it's one of those weird things too because it's a combination of a Game Boy and like a typical Nintendo console. You're you kind of run into the thing where like you've already convinced all these people to buy it. So like I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Arceus here. Um, I think it definitely, it was really funny to me when I saw some of the reactions from non-Pokemon people. People like, they're like, wow, everyone's like crying like this is the greatest game, but the graphics are like absolutely terrible, right? <laughs> um, it's it's one of those things where it's like, no, I think Arceus as a game, maybe not as a watch along. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend like watching a Twitch streamer play it. No, it'd as be a, the most boring thing to in the world yeah, to watch. <laughs> as as a game itself, I definitely there was one. I think I think it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm quite confident that I'm like, if you like Pokemon, you will like this game. So like, don't don't be afraid to, to get yeah, it. Yeah, the only it, thing the only thing that has me hesitant is um, it ha- I have the same issue with Arceus on paper as I do with Pokemon Go because I know there's interconnectivity between them, and you can eventually move things from Arceus into Scarlet and Violet once they get around to it on Pokemon Home. And it stresses me out because they use completely different battle systems and like stats, and I'm like, how does that work? Oh no, <laughs> that would be a mess. I agree that that yeah. seems like a mess. Because um, I, it's one of those things that like I have all the Pokemon from that game already. Like I don't think there's any. Is there particularly a Pokemon I need to get from that game to to bring to home? I'm not quite sure, but I guess you're right. Especially I need if I need to and Scarlet in my uh, life, gotcha, like immediately gotcha. in Scarlet, the new ones. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but what no. I love about uh, Arceus is because you mentioned like getting Pokemon and whatnot, and that's honestly it. Because like every other Pokemon I've played, I felt like the focus is ultimately on the battles. And this one, you didn't want to even battle. I'm gonna be honest. Well, like, there's a battle, you didn't you're kind of yeah. like the battles were still fine. Like they're fast. They're, because of the fast, way it was made, they, they added some new stuff to how the Pokemon battles worked that wasn't super obtrusive and wasn't a, a six-minute cutscene to uh, oh, yeah, make your yeah. attacks more powerful for three turns. To, to make you make you <laughs> um, do the what is it? The Power Rangers transformation. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was just like here's some here's some nice spins on how the battle system works. We changed how some of the stat scalings work too. That was nice. Yep. Um, and, but the main thing was just, I loved catching Pokemon when, like, in the mainline games, it's so long, like, to catch ten Pidgeys in a regular (laughs) Pokemon game is probably, like, a ten-minute affair. Catching ten Pidgeys in, um, Arceus takes, like, 12 seconds. (laughs) I I think that is... I think that is... Okay, I might be crazy, but I'm pretty sure that got copied over wholesale to Scarlet and Violet, and it's probably the best part about it, honestly. Yeah, no, they they copied over a lot of stuff into Scarlet and Violet. A lot of the the really good DNA is there. Oh, no, no, yeah, not everything, but enough of it that I'm like, yeah, this is some really good quality of life. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, if I'm just going to catch something for the first time, I don't need a pitched battle with it. Hmm. Like if there's if I'm looking for specifics, like if I'm trying to like do something like nature synchronizing or like certain things like that, then yes, I would like to get into like actual encounters and stuff like that. Yeah, like if I'm catching if I'm a legendary catch a Pokemon, or a pseudo let me just Yeah, let me or... just eat that. Just give it come here. <laughs> yeah. We're like, friends now, we're having soft tacos later. Like Like I don't even think like realistically, if a Pokemon world existed and I want to optimize my my Pidgey. Just again picking on that bird, um, <laughs> and I go to Route Two, and there's just you know a level two Pidgey there. I don't think it's going to fight me to the death if I throw out like Dialga, God of Time. <laughs> I, I did always, I did always think that was funny. Um, after you beat the Elite Four in any given game, um, because you always just go back to your house. <laughs> yeah, so I, I come walking out of it, and like some like Rattata is just like ready to go. I'm like, buddy, you picked the wrong. No, like, don't, <laughs> don't do this. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, in general, though, I would say um, definitely the game that kind of stood out the most this year. Um, 
we'll see how much like like you said they use some of the quality of life things we'll see how much it actually influences future mainline games yeah. um maybe i mean matt and i were speculating i think on like i, I mean tristan might have been here or not i i don't know which shows you had were or were not on at this point which i think is okay because uh, it's only it's us only. talking here i mean it's um, useful <laughs> to recap for our viewers too yes yes uh last time no um but i i think we essentially what i was saying is um it'd be nice if there were like a legends like you know i would i would like to see legends for other games and regions yeah i i think that would be really cool um regardless if if it just brought us some new things then then that's good the one i've seen Um, people talk about a lot is legends unova and i'm here for it i know that (laughs) yeah um and then yeah and then the next thing i want to mention is like pokemon unite which is a game that um actually uh we're i'm not I played a little bit of it when it was released, um, but the th- I think that there's two things I want to mention. One, it's still going. Two, it's yep. very much like baby League of Legends. So if you are interested, I, in I honestly should play it because I do like MOBAs. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of hesitant just because it's like I'm 10 like, minute mm-hmm. MOBAs, right? Which is really convenient. Yeah. I honestly part. shouldn't play it because I don't like MOBAs. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, if you want to hear, uh, actually, uh, our friends at Gaming Together, they were actually on, I believe, on the Unite episode, or it was like the mobile okay. game episode we did. Uh, they just l- literally dropped. I was supposed to be on it, but it kind of didn't work out. But it was fine because there's like already like 10 people on that show. So I'm like, there's too many people here. Um, but if you want to go, I'm going to link uh, their kind of like thing of what they talked about. It. They had a great episode uh, talking about how that how they, they've been playing that game and talking about it. So uh, I'll throw that in the uh, description. So th- there's some more Pokemon content for you with, with this episode. Um, but I think it was important to mention because that was probably one of the big kind of video game things going on. Um, before we get into a little bit of Scarlet and Violet, once again, I'm saving the full, you know, we usually do the plot rundown, the Pokemon, all that stuff. I'm saving that for the full episode. Um, before we get into it, is there any like other, I would say Pokemon IP that you'd like to talk about in the last year? Um, I don't know if either of you play any card games. I don't know if there's like a movie or TV show that you want to talk about. Apart from like Ash that we talked about, um, I mean, but- honestly, the only thing in the card games was I, because uh, I'm still picking things out that I left behind at my parents' place and taking mm-hmm. it over to my current <laughs> place. Um, I found my old Pokemon cards, and it turns okay. out I have a holographic uh, Flareon that has a market price of like forty five dollars. So that's wow. a good nice. I am I am curious, um, money wise with pokemon like it's not to do with pokemon but it's to do with business okay um i am kind of i don't i don't know how aware you are of recent um hobby drama but wizards of the coast is kind of going through it right now <laughs> and then well, hasbro is hasbro as a, a knock-on effect and as the distributors in north america and most elsewhere i don't think they're the actual owners of it because i'm 99 sure a japanese company did do it mm-hmm. um but I am curious because Wizards is kind of um, not doing great things lately with Dungeons and Dragons or Magic the Gathering. Um, so I am curious if they kind of keep on like messing things up. If the Pokemon company might be like, maybe not, actually. Maybe we should look to somebody else to distribute our cardboard. Because there have been other... Um, non-gaming entities like i don't remember which financial journal was kind of like uh hey hasbro you uh you good over there and i kind of feel like you're killing your golden goose there was the the phrasing they used so i am curious if they if they continue this um chain of unpopular decisions if it's the kind of they thing seem Pokemon to be might. dialing back on some they, of them. they do seem to be. It's just interesting to think about what that might mean, because I know Nintendo in the past has been like, huh, that's a thing that's happening. Okay. I mean, I have no opinion on this, so... <laughs> I don't know, me either. I just, it'd be interesting if there were knock-on effects elsewhere. And that's the only real thing I can really think about in terms of, like, Stuff that even tangentially relates to Pokemon, really. Okay. Apart from Scarlet and Violet, which we'll obviously yes. talk about a little bit, but yeah, let's let's uh, let's get into it, actually. Speaking of sales, I think it like it had one of the records for like first three day sales. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this. So the one thing that I did want to talk about specifically, kind of as it relates to like 2022 in review, is the 
I would say the reaction to Scarlet Violet, the reception, because I think that's a big part of when you're kind of reviewing the year. It's like, you know, speaking of, of what you mentioned earlier, Tristan, of, of how how we the millennial the pokemon millennials react to uh, to uh to things <laughs> you know the biggest topic of 2022 is discussion on things but um let me just go over the wikipedia here uh where it says uh well first i'll go with sales so uh according to the company scar and violet are the most pre-ordered titles in the series history within three days of its release the games have sold over 10 million copies worldwide so that was the thing including 4.05 uh, in japan alone um the sales figure was the highest of software of any nintendo platform within three days the best launch of any console exclusive game in history the games are best-selling video game titles of 2022 in japan so this is one of those things where pokemon builds upon pokemon like i i think we're at a point where it just it just does not matter how bad contrarian opinion Yes. Does it build upon no <laughs> <laughs> no i think i think with one of those things it's like they i don't know what they could do to make people not buy the new games no i agree they'd have to like i don't know they'd have to be you need a video stage what would you say i said they could kick a puppy on stage and people would still be like yeah that puppy had it coming (laughs) i mean we're pokemon we capture that puppy and we used it to fight other puppies (laughs) uh (laughs) i was gonna say like yeah they're they're probably have to do something terrible uh it's, it's it's like it's funny how there's like a lot of companies where it's like if they're not going forward, like you know the 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 they'll start going backward. But Pokemon's one of those things where it's like no matter what they're doing, the wave is pushing forward. Well, my, um, my thing is I I'm of two minds on it because I hmm. think it is 2023. This this is a franchise that's been around effect, effectively for 30 years. You know, we'll, we'll round slightly because time is fake, but it, <laughs> it is it is a 30 year old franchise. There are ways in which I would like it to innovate more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that they're really big on gimmicks that never seem to come back in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's reasons some of them didn't. Like, for example, I this is it's a bit controversial as far as competitive goes, I think. Um, I didn't like Dynamaxing all that much. A lot of people have said it's one of the most balanced forms, and I, I mean, maybe they're probably right. I, I don't, don't like that we have much. to see it every time. I think that's my actual biggest yeah. problem with it. Mm. <laughs> the time in game of like, let me Dynamax. And I'm like, yeah. well, this is... Yeah, Dynamaxing is... Dynamaxing is actually a very neat mechanic in uh, battle simulators because when they Dynamax, it's just like, it Dynamax and you just move on yeah, with exactly. your life. it's one of those things where like i think the first time you see i'm like okay fine i'll 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 accept the first time when it's like the hundredth time you're like i do not need this big elaborate thing and like the new gimmick in scarlet violet's the same thing like i I don't know what it's what is it called it's like Uh, terrestrializing terrestrializing i like i like i like like terrestrializing actually yeah but it's the same thing (laughs) it is really funny because it means that um i'm it's not an issue right now because it's not in the decks um but there's a theoretical build for simulators mm-hmm. where you either bring hail or you get like wrecked um, because the specific combination of a Shedinja with electric type terrestrialization mm-hmm. and an air balloon cannot be hit by anything that isn't sandstorm or hail. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, Okay, but going back to, to, I guess, the point of, of us talking about this. Yeah, I was just going to say, as, as much as I agree there are ways I'd like the franchise to innovate more and, like, not backtalk on certain things, like, I think the absolute state of post-game is kind of pretty, it's, it's pretty dire. Like, for a while, they had, like, good stuff going, like, with the Battle Frontier and then in black and white with the World Tournament and, like, stuff like that. And it feels like they've, understandably to an extent, because connectivity is so much better, um, they've kind of dialed that back in favor of online battling, mm-hmm. but I, I think that's two different audiences at the end of the day. Um, I, I also think single... so. Sorry, keep going. Yep. I was gonna say you want the single player audience to have something to do once they've beaten the game. Like, yeah, you no, exactly. I think it's. I think the theory is it's like you don't want them to be not playing at all until the next games comes out although the counter to that and this is literally only my opinion and only because that's the way i consume these games i'm very happy to play these games for like a a short period of time between like whatever three weeks and and two months 
beat them and then not touch a pokemon game until the next one releases like i'm okay oh yeah no that, that's completely that valid as well i just yeah. like having more to do mm-hmm. i think the other yeah. the thing that compounds it for me is that the moment and games started finally kind of vanishing a little bit was also as the games got less replay value yeah um, yeah because yeah, sure. the moment there was effectively on cartridge dlc in the form of mystery gift pokemon mm-hmm. you can't like i can't go back and restart pokemon white for instance without missing out on victini permanently for that playthrough and that just feels not great mm-hmm. yeah um, so having an expanded post game in that sense is more fun because you know you in lieu of restarting the game for replay value you just keep going with the game and like it's good um, I think DLC is helping with that a little bit, but I think it's not a perfect solution. Um, it, it's no, just... I, I think mm-hmm. I think my big thing is, as much as people complain about like iteration, there's parts of it I just really don't think. I think people, I don't. I'm rambling a little bit, but it's you know that's good. Um, there's, a, a there's a there's you a saying people roast. I forget. I want to say it was Blizzard because it sounds like a very Blizzard sentence. <laughs> okay. Um where they said you guys don't know what you want when it came to mm. World of Warcraft classic servers. And to an extent, they did turn out to be right. As much as people roasted them for it, WoW Classic is kind of dying a slow death because it turns out that, you know, when you have theorycrafted the entire fun out of an endgame, uh, only a very small percentage of people actually engage with that endgame, and it's kind of boring for everybody else. Yeah, no, Exactly. Um, so when I say people don't know what they want, I think that also kind of applies to Pokemon because people talk a big game about how much they want voice acting and they want like incredibly detailed animation. Would you actually combat. want voice acting? Can we actually talk about oh, no, no. this? I just okay. don't get it. Okay. Okay. I want voice acting because, um, it's, it's 2023 and they wow. can afford it. They can afford it, but does it actually improve the game? Uh, I mean, it depends on how. As it's long as I can skip it. <laughs> um, well, because okay, to avoid getting into too long of a discussion on this yes. spe- specific, we'll candidate, save this for some other time. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of it. There's a huge difference that can that happens in video game cutscene blocking when you're doing text versus speech. Oh no! Absolutely, um, I'll give you that. Because text requires these very halting like tableaus to be formed for every yep. sentence. Meanwhile, speech can kind of flow. So like in an ideal world, you can have speech and you can create much more flow and um, it can seem less like robotic in a lot of uh, cutscenes and whatnot. I ultimately want it not because like it'll improve the game, but because they can afford it and, you, it's not like they're taking. It's not like they would take programmers away for it. Oh no, no, I agree. My my thing is, I don't think it would make the game worse or anything like that. I just struggle to understand what it would add at the end of the day. Like they've got more money than God. It's not a matter of me defending a multi-billion-dollar corporation. By by all means, they need to put some more into their games. Um, I just don't think I would like it as much with voice acting. It just kind of feels like it would be like. Just there, almost to me. I, I, I mean, it depends on how they do it. They have more money than God. They can do good voice acting. No, it's true. There, there are ways to do it. It's just, it's just. I don't know how I would like. It's one of those things where, like, especially because I do not play the game with headphones on. Like, or if I am putting headphones mm-hmm. in, it's like a podcast or, or music or yeah, something. Yeah, no, right? same. same so it's it's one of those things. Is like, yeah, I think maybe the voice acting is a good touch, but it's like, am I committed? to the way I play the game right now to be listening to it the whole time is, is, is another question for yeah, me. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's just not how I play Pokemon. Yeah. Which, yeah, like, I mean, that's a personal yeah. choice. It's my, just... my my perspective on a lot of this is that, like, people are like, well, what would it improve? Well, I say people, but you literally just said that. Um, <laughs> what would it improve? Well, and now, also, like, Pokemon doesn't have these great stories, so like voice acting is not necessary. That just sounds I to think, me like I think that's a cop out. I think that's a cop out. Yeah, yeah. I think saying that's I'm not, a bad I'm not story, accusing you of saying. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying. I agree with you as far as that goes. I think that's a bad argument, and like argue almost like, like it's arguably almost bad faith. Well, like it, it all just sound. It, it all to me is like, um, you know. I'm used to the mediocrity. What could improve yeah, exactly. really do for my I, life? 
<laughs> I, it is it is funny because I did just technically say this in defense of Fire Emblem Engage. Um, a lot of people are complaining about the writing in Fire Emblem Engage as being really campy, and I'm kind of like, okay, but like, welcome to Fire Emblem, my guy. <laughs> like, it's, it's always been a series that kind of there's obviously games that are more and less serious, but generally speaking, like they do kind of inject that same kind of corny humor. Yeah, everything I've seen about it is very much like the Game Boy Advance games. So yeah, like, but okay, like the but ones like, that people for really like remember a lot. There, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of ones that people really remember that uh, do genuinely have good. Uh, yeah, yeah. no, that's fair. Like yeah. uh, Path of Radiance, and yep. if you're not one of our friends, Radiant Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just it's just it's just weird to me. I think the I think the idea that Pokemon is not like people will be like, oh, it's Pokemon. It's not exactly winning the Oscars. I was like, okay, but like it could still have a better story. Like that's why I liked a black they and white. They have so much money. They can hire yeah. writers. Right. No, I, I agree. So I, I think when people say it shouldn't have voice acting because the story was already bad, so why waste that? I think that's a cop out. I think that's like, oh, why would this improve? No, Pokemon definitely needs to improve. I think we can disagree about the ways in which it needs to do so. But I think, by and large, being like, nope, everything is fine, is... Mm, I don't know about that. I don't agree. Yeah. My my take on it is just that, like, it's not going to take development resources because uh, it's just a completely different role. It's not like you're going to get the, progr- yep. the programmers... Uh, yeah, you, you'd have lines. to go about diff- you'd have to go about cutscene development slightly differently, but that doesn't really change. It doesn't add workflow; it just changes it. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to have uh, bigger, better, more dynamic stories, having voice acting helps with that because again, it breaks you out of those tableaus. Yep. Um, it allows you to have these act uh, to have more like dynamic cutscenes. You could have Pokemon like. Doing things in cutscenes, <laughs> Matt. Um, when you instead of when like you... the camera pants to them and they roar. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, Matt. When you said, um, what is it like? They can hire writers. I, I just thought of like, you know, if they have all this money, you know, I'm waiting for the Pokemon that it's like Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> director <laughs> and then it's just like you, you have like the most like insane like trailer like it's like a movie trailer for the pokemon game and it's like once upon a time a pokemon land i don't know like, yeah, I, like think, I think it's the pokemon those... the pokemon as a fr- media juggernaut is yeah. worth more than like marvel and star wars oh, yeah, no, it's, and, like, it's ridiculous. combined <laughs> yeah uh okay any any last thoughts on that specific thing? And then, if not, I'm going to go I, to the... I was going to say just briefly, uh, I did mention animation. Mm. I think... I just don't want to be misconstrued. I think there are ways in which the animation should be done differently. Like, mm. I would like to see more dynamic cutscene animation, for instance. Yes. Mm. Uh, because I'm the looking, single funniest... I'm looking the single funniest sword and shield with the, those I, I can do it even better. I can do it even better. Dime. Even better. My my absolute favorite Pokemon experience was playing Sun and Moon because it still had outfit customization. Um, so I had the sunglasses on, and it's like tourist shades. And most of the expression in Pokemon games from the main character is done through the eyes, <laughs> um, and you just don't get to see that when you're wearing sunglasses in cutscenes. Um, so there were gigantic swaths of the plot. In which my character is just wearing tourist shades and a grin. And I'm like, are you a sociopath? I mean, like Lily is confronting her mother. You smell in that game. You might well be. Like Lily is confronting her mother about like treating her like an object and how she's her own person. And my character is just there smiling like a doofus with his like fucking Ray-Bans. Like <laughs> Uh, um, I'd like to see more dynamic cutscenes. Mostly, I think that's I think that's where I would like a theoretical animation budget to go. Um, I don't think they need to do more with battling. I think less is more with battling, quite honestly, because like people would be like, "Oh, well, you know, there's no reason not to do custom whatever for every single move," and I'm like, "That's that's not wrong," but I, it's the, it's the Dynamax problem in that situation. Like, I don't need seven seconds of custom animation footage. To know that Blastoise used Hydro Pump. Like, 
it's a lot of work that I just don't want to see I, after I, I a while. I think we could find a middle ground there specifically between, like, everything is super bespoke and awesome for 700 Pokemon, and uh, every small Pokemon shakes its butt I know. I, I agree. <laughs> I just, I just kind of think we are kind of like really close to that happy medium. So I don't think they need sweeping changes. There's yeah. things I would add, but I, I've definitely seen tweets about it and stuff where people are like, "I think there's I think no it was reason it shouldn't be this and this." Shield where it was worse. Yeah, that's fair. I've just, I've just seen discourse about it where people were like, "Oh, there's no reason it shouldn't be this, this, and this." And I was like, "Well, I can think of a lot of reasons actually." Namely, that I would be turning those animations off, because I just don't need to see it that long. Like, it doesn't need to be that detailed, unfortunately. There we go. I'm going to leave it there uh, and move on to the final part of this this show. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me let me just, like, stop it abruptly. That's, that's a great... Oh, no, that's uh, Rob, Robert at the start of the episode... This is going to be a pretty short one, unless Tristan has something crazy to say. <laughs> it's like it's the, like, it's like that I one... It's like that one, uh, that one Rick and Morty meme where it's like a quick ten minute adventure. <laughs> there you go. Um, speaking, I guess, of uh, Sword and Shield, um, and what I'm getting all this information from Wikipedia, so it's a great source. Um, Scarlet and Violet received mixed or average reviews according to review aggregator uh, Metacritic, making them the lowest rated mainline series Pokemon game on the platform. I that means. It. That means it got worse reviews than Sword and Shield, which is kind of wild to me. Uh, Sword and Shield, I think, benefited from being like the first mm, so people were mainline nice on it. a home console. Mm-hmm. Um, for reference, I did do air quotes there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in case it I wasn't think... carried by my toe. Can I, can, I, can I finish the... I'm just going to finish oh, the sure, yeah, 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 go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, publications criticized the games for suffering from graphical glitches and poor performance. Uh, the graphics were also considered to be lackluster with unfavorable comparisons to other Nintendo Switch titles, as Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, your gamer writer, Oliver McKenzie, called the game's comprehensive technical favors, criticizing the game's poor texture quality and curly modeled environments. Due to the performance issues, uh, players began requesting refunds as soon as the game launched, and Nintendo granted it at the very beginning. Um, IGN writer Rebecca Valentine adds the game's innovative design is undermined by numerous ways. The game feels deeply unfinished. Um, I think it's one of those things where, and we'll talk more about the game specifically in the next episode. I will say like to, cause this is a 2022 review of Pokemon in, yeah. in a nutshell. I think what I'd like to say first is that this game very much kind of caps off where we had a year that started with like, Oh, look at this revolution in, in Arceus. Right. And it kind of ends with, what we expect from Pokemon is a lot of people complaining about Pokemon. Um, and I think that's a very Pokemon year, if that makes sense. Uh, no, it's true. Pokemon it's computer. very true. Um, and then the last thing, I guess I guess it's, it's like one of those things where it felt like this was such a big thing. And, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, despite, despite the fact that there's all these people like re- reviewing it worse, right? It still sold more copies than any other game. And probably My... will end up selling. Yeah. Having only played some of it, I can't speak entirely to its quality. Mm-hmm. Um, but the general pulse I've gotten from the mm-hmm. the people I know who played it is that yes, it is technically not a good. I, I don't mean technically as in like oh this is. I mean like from a pure technical perspective, um, it is a very lackluster Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Um, simultaneously, it is the most fun like almost every one of my friends have had with a Pokemon game since like, yes, we will hear yeah. a lot of that in the next episode, but yes, I think that very much the people, I mean, is it us drinking the Kool-Aid? I mean, I guess that's for our listeners to decide. No, but... I think... no, I don't, I don't think it's the Kool-Aid. I think, I think you can be the fun critical. factor is there. We've talked yeah, about the no, fun exactly. factor in the show. The fun yeah. factor is there. Mm-hmm. I it think is. Sterling it is very fun to me. Like when it first released had a lot of negative blowback, which, yeah, very deserved because the technical issues are insane. It, it definitely has like the most technical issues of a game since like Red and Blue. Genuinely, <laughs> <laughs> like our Sword and Shield had some issues, but they were largely confined to the wild area, or like, yeah, and, like mostly just specific frame rate issues, which yeah. isn't like the end of the world. You know, right? There's a giant Scarlet and Violet has issue. like memory leaks and like. 
you know, a you bunch know, of other like if you noticeable... like change your expression with the can <laughs> while taking a selfie and then exit it in a certain way, your character is now locked on that expression. Yeah. So always, you know, you can, your, your, you can relive your relive your past of smiling innocently while horrible things happen in front of you. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, my favorite my favorite reoccurring glitch uh, that happens to my partner a lot actually is uh, sometimes your face will freeze in a pose in the middle of a food eating cutscene, and you look either you look either so far beyond blown away that it's not even funny, or just completely nonplussed by the best food you've ever tasted according to your character. <laughs> That's great. And this was the great. It, it has like the 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 what is it? The writing that's like, mm, yeah, it's, amazing. It's really <laughs> yeah. Scarlet and Violet brought to you by the makers of Food Wars. It's true. Uh, to give you guys a question, I guess, um, in in this last kind of co- uh, comment that I've made here, um, do you feel like with these kind of with these performance issues in mind and kind of how this game gets reviewed? Um, I'm just curious if either of you, and maybe we'll start with Matt. Um, either of you think that in future games we'll ever not have this be a topic of discussion? Because I feel like we hear this every single time there's a new game release. Oh, well, we don't hear it every single time. We've heard it every single time <laughs> since they moved to the Switch. Switch. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. I think it's a Switch problem, ultimately. Yeah, I think, well, I think it's like half a Switch problem because, you know, there are very ambitious games on the Switch that ru- that aren't technical train wrecks. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. Um, I think like they need to get their house in order. They need to yep. get the programmers with the experience that they need to execute on this stuff. They need, you know, and if they don't have it, they have the resources to hire them. And I know, and like, I'm a software engineer. I know you can't just hire on people and then like that works and solves all your problems instantly because um, you have to train up those people before. Yep. for months before they're going to be uh, effective, but do that now. <laughs> no, exactly. Now is the time to invest in the future of your company and your franchise. So, like, you know? And if Game Freak doesn't want to make Pokemon games anymore... Do you yeah. think they're going to give up? Is it eventually going to Nintendo? Do you think that's where this ends? I genuinely think they might. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, if Game Freak doesn't want to invest uh, in this series that is the only reason why anyone buys any of their games um and they yeah. just i don't i don't think the- i don't think pokemon's gonna take it from them but i think it might reach a point where game freaks like mm, we want to do other things actually yeah. well it's it's also like i think the scope of what their studio is and does has gotten away from them in some ways right yep. like it's one of those things where it's like, i'm sure they like making pokemon games but if it was their choice you know what i mean like money not being an option aside or whatever, it'd be like, yeah, give us five years, you know, <laughs> like like let's, no, exactly, yeah, let's use yeah. a smaller studio and let's take as much time as we possibly can before but like, making these. I mm-hmm. I know from you know to bring up Genshin again, like if you have something that is raking in tons of money, you can you can output content at a frankly unbelievable <laughs> rate if you have the studio size. <laughs> But it's, it it's I think it has more to do. Biggest... Oh, yep, I was gonna say I think this because to me it feels more to do with like I don't think they want to be that studio like that mega studio in some respects. No, I, I, I don't think, think they do either. Yeah, yeah. I think the people involved that have been there, you know, either from the beginning or or close to the beginning, have always probably preferred to work in a small studio and just like have these ideas, creative ideas, and implement them. Yep. And yeah, now they're that's fine. Now they're subject to their own success, right? They're 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 cursed by their own success in some yeah. ways. It is it is one of my biggest complaints about Final Fantasy. Not to take it to a different game, but um, it's a it's a ludicrously popular. It's a ludicrous. <laughs> sorry, that'd be very Tristan of you. Continue. It's true. No, it's it's a ludicrously popular MMO, and it is like one of the most successful on the market. Um, but there's a lot of like little things where it's like you guys you guys really can't just like. <laughs> find it in the budget to fix this kind of thing yeah somewhere that's kind of how i feel with pokemon except with pokemon like game freak at least has i i excuse might be the wrong word but game freak at least has the reasoning that they want to be a very small company yeah the heart you know the heart of the game (laughs) yeah I, i would say it's like it's one of those things where it's like you know is the future of pokemon at some point just look like 
we have five studios working on one game you know like i i think that might be it right and just like different parts of the game are done by different studios and then somehow patched together but anyway i think i think there's there'll be pluses and minuses of that but like clearly like some of the scope of what they're trying to do is within the time frame and within the size of the studio just just seems like that's why we get all these glitches and stuff in the new games and yeah pretty much I, yeah I, I, I do think if nintendo was to put out a new switch some of it would be changed mm-hmm. um, yeah because I, I don't think it's as simple as oh game freak's bad at this job because like they they've really only run into this problem on the switch mm-hmm. i do um, think there's problems with uh the switch hardware because yeah i, I don't want to let them off that... the hook and say it's entirely a switch problem because you know xenoblade exists yeah um, but i think that's more to do with monolith being like what was that i think i, I think monolith sorry. people ride past my house on very loud motorcycles sometimes gotcha i, th- I think monolith is the one who does xenoblade uh, I believe but so, I, yeah. um either way I think that's more to do with them being like wizards. No, it's it's true, yeah. Anything else cuz like stuff running poorly on the Switch is a common refrain for everything that's not like a first party Nintendo game. No, exactly. It is it is kind of funny how like I don't again, I don't want to sound like I'm um donning my gleaming plate for a multi-billion dollar company, but it is it is really funny to me where people simultaneously knock the Switch for running, say, Skyrim poorly. And then also being like, well, why can't it run Pokemon well? Like, yeah, there's a kernel <laughs> of truth in there, but like, and I know I know it is fundamentally different people a lot of the time, but I have seen enough overlap that I'm like, okay, but you can't just say both of those things. <laughs> you can't be like, wow, the Switch is bad, and then also be like, wow, Pokemon should run better. It's the Switch. Like, I, guys, surely there's a middle ground here where you can be like, yeah, it is kind of a you know, scrappy little. I mean, I'm I'm just waiting for you know five years down the line. We have a developer like go through the stuff in the dev kit, and and we find out it's like exactly as difficult as the friggin' PS3 or something. No, that that is actually genuinely what I kind of suspect to some extent, uh, <laughs> because the PS3 was like, oh man, PS3 uh, PS3 just came in and they're like, yeah, we're gonna just change how like. They're gonna learn. They're like, we're gonna make this entirely custom, like architecture and everything. And like, also, why doesn't anyone want to develop for our console? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. Okay, I think we'll leave it here. Um, Yeah, I think I think it's twenty twenty two was was a pretty uh, filled year actually in some ways, especially for like what we do. Yeah, I mean, we basically got two full. I do have one Scarlet Violet point I want to leave. Yes, mostly for the episode, but. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up. It'll be a teaser. I think, It'll be a, teaser I think a really big, I think a really, really big part of why people like it so much. It is the first game to introduce meaningful co-op. Mm. Yeah. Um, no. The moment I realized that was a factor, I was like, actually that's, that's pretty big. Like the ability to play with somebody like actively with somebody in the same thing. That's, that's huge. Like actually a game changer. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's actually a really good point. Um, yeah, but that's, I think that's can... the only thing I had burning on my mind where I just remembered I had not Perfect. said it yet. Yeah, I think yes. that's a good place to leave off on then. Yep. Uh, all right, well, I hope everyone enjoyed this 2022 year in Pokemon Review. I uh, hope 2023 will bring some interesting things. Um, it will definitely uh, shape the future of our podcast. Uh, that's true. In- in that, at some point, we'll have to make a decision as to what we'll the next thing will be. We'll be talking about Zelda by June. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but for now, I hope all of you enjoyed it. Uh, I'd like to thank Matt and Tristan for being on the show. Oh, I should probably, you know, I should probably thank the patrons. That's, that should be a thing I should do, right, guys? I, I feel like no, that's I, probably a good idea. Yeah, I, I think they deserve some thanks. All right, let me thank uh, Zodiac Twenty Two, Too Much Space, Chaos Makers, Space Bear, Frank, Awesomeness, Caleb, Raz, Digital Toast, Paint, uh, Rook, Your Boy Hunty, and Young Slug. All of you are awesome. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys probably. Uh, usually, these episodes release once a month, so in a month's time, we'll have the full. Scar- uh, Scarlet and Violet review um, and the episode after that as discussed here will probably be the last couple of episodes for Ash Ketchum so there you go we got All a right. plan alright see you guys peace see you guys
See you.